Welcome to Rachel Living. I'm Rachel, and I'm here with Kay, and we are so happy to have you here. And uh, we're going to continue our discussion on the energies of 2020. <laughs> you need bum, to say bum, that bum. like Barbara Walters. Oh yes, time. yes, yeah. I, I, actually, I should. And this is Barbara Walters with 2020. and uh, we had just talked about in our last episode about the downloads that have started what downloads are Uh, downloads is just very briefly is conscious light information that's coming down for everyone Uh, the people that get them are people who are conscious so are you full of love and light Uh, it doesn't matter what you believe in where you live what your religion is it just matters that are you ready to grow and expand and enter into the fifth dimension. I gave a little bit of a brief discussion that the fifth dimension just really is unlimited possibilities. It is a place here that exists on this planet at this time now, if you're in a place that chose to be higher vibrational, high vibrational. That is one of the things that I feel that 2020 is about is high vibrational living high vibrational living what is high vibrational living rachel tell me what is high vibrational living (laughs) (laughs) to me high vibrational living is finding your daily practice okay okay that's something i need to work on because i have a daily sporadic practice and it's like every week i say okay i'm gonna start doing this regularly oh i'm gonna start doing that regularly and it doesn't really i guess i'm not regular oh my god there are metamucil or something for that huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yes. but i work my program i don't really know what that is cuz i'm not really in a program but i i do my spiritual work it's just not well organized i like to convince myself I'm just in the flow and being spontaneous and going with whatever I need but I do feel a need to yeah, don't, don't be a little so more harsh serious. on yourself it's you know that's more common than not you know uh, uh, being flaky is normal nah, no I meant like finding your own rhythm uh, finding your own rhythm. Nicer. Finding your own rhythm. Finding what it Walking is that works in for you. Rhythm. Ah, so, and that's that's to me what it's about. So, um, I did for uh, a while uh, do Mother Earth, Father Sky very regularly in the morning, and then when mm-hmm. I uh, do certain meditations for like forty days, the Christ Conscious Light, did that. Or what I would say, clearing my Akashic records, you know, there's different mm-hmm. things that I do very specifically. But what I found is on my daily practice, if you listen to the first Way to Life about bathroom spirituality, <laughs> is mine is built into my daily routine. I take my shower with gratitude. And oh. I list all the things, you know, that I'm happy for and grateful for. And the first things that I'm grateful for are the things that are the hardest in my life. Mm-hmm. My biggest challenges. And so um, it, I may not uh, do the yoga routine and do my Tai Chi or do whatever it is. But I have a spiritual practice when I get up in the morning. And it just so happens to include my dog. 
because well because <laughs> she's adorable yes, yes. and she was given to me or she found me i should say so don't don't um and listeners don't be hard on yourself if if you don't sit in a perfect yoga position for you know an hour every morning and and then you know drink your proper green tea and then mm-hmm. go and do your walk and then you start your day listening to your um music and uh-huh. you know hey and if you are doing that good for you i don't know who you are i don't know how you have the time to do it but congratulations <laughs> uh, so let's be real i can be spontaneous and still consider myself as having a regular practice that's my point cuz actually point. you know when i'm going to bed that's a best time for me to do yeah. my practice there we go things are calm things are quiet let go of the things in your mind from the day and what i'll do is I'll go through something called the the Reiki precepts or principles or or what you call Five them pillars. the Japanese yeah oh the Gokai the Gokai yes I'll I'll go through those and we'll do a couple shows on those probably and do some self Reiki and then I'll think of gratitude like you mm-hmm. like you said in the shower but I actually reach back to my um campfire girl days then campfire there's this thing called wohilo and okay. i it's like being an eagle scout when you get the wohilo medallion oh, and what okay. wohilo stands for in campfire is work health and love oh. so i'll think of things i am grateful for that have to do with work what did i do what service did i did i do it might be just that i i did a great job of washing the dishes had a wonderful time i really appreciate it was mindful in the moment yeah. got all those grease marks off didn't break anything um health what did i do for my health and sometimes it's i took a nap yes sometimes it's i didn't pressure myself into doing something yeah. much but it it might be minimal on some days others it's it's I ran like today I ran 3.8 miles according to my iPod um so that'll go in tonight and then the last one is love and I'll try to think of three things for each if I'm in a lower resonating place not feeling that good about myself starting Life to beat myself up it's cyclical Yeah, sometimes we have up days, sometimes we have down days. Accept it, no judgment. But yes, go I, on. I never knew I was manic depressive until I saw Facebook memories or you know oh. posts. It's like, oh my gosh, every month I'm going up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, but then I'll focus instead of what I'm grateful for. What are three things I did well today? Oh, I like that. Yeah, and, the, like and that, that really helps. So, okay, good. I do have a daily practice. See, it's just do. I'm not a morning person. No, no, and that's okay. Not, I, I'm finding that it's more the norm for people to do things in the evening, mm-hmm. um, or even during the day. Uh, there's just a, a a smaller group of us that that uh, that's getting smaller. That I know that gets up this early, and it just, mm-hmm. I. I well, you get I didn't you, mean for it to happen. You get some happen. beautiful photographs in the morning. So, I'll I'll be a daybreaker um, yes, through you. Yes, you can uh, 
follow me on while uh, I'm sleeping in until 6.30 or 7. Instagram on my uh, uh, Way Chill Live page and see some of my sunrises that I get. So we were talking about the energy of 2020 and we're going to continue this discussion because uh, this is the time of the age of Aquarius. This is the great shift into heart-centered thinking. This is the great shift of great creativity. This is the time that all of this chaos, well, probably have a little bit more chaos because you got to have the chaos before things uh, become what they're supposed to become because yeah. it's transition and change, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is transition and change. Right. Um, I often uh, get into the, the discussion about... Um, the earth, uh, the global, that the earth is always constantly changing. So uh, my thing is, is that, yes, there's global warming and it's happening Mm -hmm. and uh, it's part of the cycle. It's just, we are pushing it faster. Yeah. Yeah. And this transition and change would have happened with or without us. It's just that it's happening now at a a massive, massive rate, massive speed. It's like we're, we don't like to think of ourselves becoming extinct. The world will go on. It, the, yes. the Earth is the Earth is yeah. gonna be fine. Yeah, she yeah. is gonna be fine. She, she won't. She'll be transformed. She'll be something different. different. She it might be something that we consider toxic, but it's gonna work for some forms of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. and stuff will evolve. It's yeah. happened before on it, the planet. Oh, she's it's happened. She before. has spit out the human form once before already. Oh my gosh, there were so many different humanoids oh. that that came up and didn't make it. We are the most successful. Yeah, we are the champions until we ruin it all for, for ourselves, ourselves by not living in concert with nature and our planet. Which brings oh. us to um, our little topic here. Yes, there was a message. That you have, Kay, yes. that you wanted to tell us. I'm, I haven't Absolutely. heard this message, so yes. I'm really like... Well, the part, Rachel, that you have heard was when uh, January 1st came around, I tapped into the energies to see, okay, what is the energy for, for 2020? What am I getting? Let's stop for a second. What does it mean when you tap into the energies? It is a form of, of meditation or searching with your senses. You know, we're used to t- touch, taste, smell, seeing. Hopefully you're smelling in and not smelling for the people around you. Um, but, <laughs> okay. But you're using your awareness of the energy. You're connecting with your guides. You're connecting with a higher power. And listening. I've heard that prayer is when you talk to God or, you know, whatever, God, goddess, spirit, Buddha, the creator, whatever term you prefer. That's when you're talking, when you're asking for things, when you're talking to spirit. Meditation is when you're listening. And so it is a form of, of meditation, whether you sit quietly or, or do it while you're running or do it in the bath or the shower or, or mm-hmm. however. Um, but I'll just reach out with my senses. And when I tried to get a sense of 2020, what was still 2019, the only message I got was wait and see. Wait and see. <laughs> no hints. Nobody was telling me a thing. Nothing. Had to clear it out. 
wait uh, and see. A lot of clearing. That's and awesome. it, 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 it could have been sort of ominous, wait and see. <laughs> but no, it wasn't. Um, it was just really like, stop bugging us. You'll get there. You'll know it when you get there. So I tuned in and what I felt was the energy felt higher. It felt sweeter. But it's serious, which doesn't go with higher and sweeter to me. It's serious. This energy does not mess around. It I'm getting goosebumps. takes names. It, it kicks butt. It takes names. You know, it is out there revealing truths. And there's not judgment to it. But then last night, let's see, in the last podcast, we talked about um, the downloads. Yeah. Last night, along with those downloads, I had a very interesting experience that is so much about the energy of 2020. And I've got some, I'm, I'm hoping, Rachel, that you will have some insight for part of it. Ooh. So I'm just sort of bopping around, can't sleep, and thinking, oh, well, maybe I should do some healing. <laughs> Why not? That's what Reiki people and energy healers do. And you're sitting around with nothing to do. You see, huh, is there anyone who needs healing? And let's send some out. So I started thinking about it and hadn't actually started consciously sending. Mm -hmm. And I started hearing Syracuse, Syracuse. Syracuse. Syracuse, New York? Syracuse. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, somebody in Syracuse. They need healing. Okay, let's... Somebody who's got some connection to Syracuse. Okay, let's send healing to them. And it may be a group of people or some aspect. Syracuse. Syracuse. And then it started to shift and change. Syracuse. 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 It was very forceful. It was not angry. It was not blaming. It was forceful. Very strong. Sir, I accuse you. And it was a woman. And she is a very strong and powerful woman. But I started to see her. This little girl with sandy blonde hair and straight bangs. Her hair was curled this time. It's normally straight. She's really good with a baseball. She's kind of a tomboy. But she is in a wedding. And she loves her dress. It's mostly white and has like some pink ribbon and bow. And then I see the heel of a man's dress shoe. And the dress shoe, it's, it's black, it's shiny. It's a man's dress shoe. And she's in this room, it's, she's at a wedding, it's the wedding of a relative, uh, a cousin, I think it could be a sister, but a cousin. And this man comes in and his hair is dark and kind of shiny and plastered down with who knows, Brill Cream, VO5. It looks from the cut of her dress and from the man, 
at first I see him, he looks a little younger, there's no sideburns, and it's, so it's like late 50s, early 60s, but then sometimes I start to see him with sideburns. He looks a little older. Mm -hmm. It could be later 60s, 70s, somewhere in there. And he comes in and he's talking to her. And I don't, I don't hear the words, I know he's talking. And it's like he's a snake charmer, he's mesmerizing her. Mm -hmm. And he leans her back over a lounge, a bed, a table, I don't know what. And his hand starts to go up her dress. The girl. And for, of the little girl. She's about 12, 12, 13, maybe 11, maybe 14, but 12 is what's really sticking with me. And she, she can't say anything. She's, she went to this room to see her pretty dress, to see herself in the long mirror, to admire her dress. Wow. And he comes in and rapes her. And I didn't, I'm freaking out a little bit, going, wait, I don't normally invade privacy. I don't normally see these kinds of things. I don't want to witness a 12-year-old being raped. Yeah. I don't want to, I, I, no, thank you, spirit. Thank you for showing me whatever needs to be shown. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to send healing for this rape. Mm -hmm. And I come out of that back to this forceful woman, this woman grown up, this little girl grown up. She has done the work. She has done the work. She has done the counseling. She has worked her way through this. She has a successful life. And what she is doing is saying, saying, pointing the finger of truth, the shining finger of truth to speak out the truth about this man that he raped her and she points at him. And I don't actually see him. He's either dead or much, much older. Oh, he's, he's either an uncle or the father of one of her friends, mm -hmm. uh, 30, 40 years old, somewhere in there. I accuse you, you raped me. And he says, I did no such thing. I never raped you. And she says, did you or did you not have sex with me when I was a child at that wedding? And he says, yes, I did. And what came out of that, what I was learning and what she was like, she is either a lawyer, an accountant, a judge, um, a businesswoman of some such. She was in a black suit. She is, like I say, a forceful, powerful woman. And what we realized, that 2020 energy, it shows the truth. It names the truth but it also recognizes what is the truth of the act. The truth of the act was that he did have sex with her when she was a child. Her truth is that she was raped. His truth is something different. His, His truth of that event. And 
at no point during this did I get into his thought process、mm-hmm. of what he was thinking, how he justified this. All I know is in his story, he was either the hero or the victim. In her story, she was the victim. And spirit didn't take me into that, and that was just sort of a, the no man's lands. We are not going in there. We are not going into his head. We are not dealing with that. And I'm, I'm still thinking, okay, it's it's time to send healing. It's time to send healing because that's what healers do. We send healing. And no, that was not it. And I kept trying to work around, going, wait, is this about having compassion? Is this about yeah, let's heal, let's forgive? Let, and and spirit was like, no, no, the healing was just in the naming. And the naming of of her truth,、mm-hmm. and the recognition that her truth is not a universal truth. It was her experience of what happened. But there's a part of me just reeling, going, "How do you not condemn? How do you not judge? How do you not?" And Rachel's giving me the look that says she knows exactly why. I'm telling this story, and she'll give a little more clarity. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was、intense. powerful.、Yeah. It was intense, and no part of it was was、um, about pity. No part of it was I'm a victim. No、nope. part of、nope. it was it was serious, and that's 2020. So as my Eyes are welling up right now, and mm-hmm, when my、too. eyes well up, it's not just out of tears.、Um, it's a it's a connection for me. When I, I connected in with the divine, it comes through my tears. I start、uh-huh. weeping. <sighs> wow! Can I say that is the most poignant view of what this transition is? When we say that we are leaving the patriarchal society, we are leaving the time of the churches hiding、mm-hmm. this type of event. The fact that the Greeks and the Romans started—actually, it was the Greeks who started the whole incest with children—that this was the norm back then. And there was actual children that would have issues if they weren't selected to be、mm. young molested children. That it is not about the perspective anymore of the male. That's why you didn't get any feeling. You didn't、uh-huh. get any judgment if it was good or bad, because it just was. There was no questions asked because the power was held in, and I'm not going to call it the divine masculine. The divine masculine is total conscious science, so we're going to stick with the word patriarchal. This was a patriarchal, where it is that father figure, that the father, the man knows all, the man、mm-hmm. controls, the man is the ruler, king is the ruler. 
it is my way or the highway. And yes, I raped you. I had sex. No, he probably said, yes, I had sex with you. He didn't say I raped you. No, I had sex with you. What's the big deal? So what? You're a girl. I'm a guy. That's what we do. Right? Mm -hmm. There's no remorse because, again, the society around him gave him that privilege, gave him a privilege to do that. And then the families would support it. Our mothers and grandmothers would hide their pregnant 12-year-old daughters that got pregnant by their dads and their cousins and got raped and sent them off to different schools or would have their children and then would adopt them as their own. Yeah, even in modern day society, we won't name names, but there are some pretty big people out there who adopted their own, their, Mm -hmm. their children's children to not go into the world of the judgment of the rape and <laughs> and DNA tests are out there available for everybody to get some of those skeletons out of the closet. So 2019, we had to clear out. You saw the vision of where this woman has become, right? Mm-hmm. She has the power now. She has forgiven the situation. Um, I feel in my heart, she's probably even forgiven him. Uh, The part of the Me Too movement that is often neglected is the releasing of the victimhood and the releasing of the situation. We acknowledge it. We see it. It happened. And this situation happened to make me who I am today. Yes. She was the powerful judge that is now using her words to call out others. And she had to have that situation happen to Mm. empower her. Uh Now that we're entering into 2020, our young nieces and nephews don't have to be raped to get the power. Mm Mm-hmm. They can choose to step into it without suffering. Uh-huh. That's Ooh. the sweetness of the 2020 energy. Oh, okay. We don't have to suffer. We don't have to be the victim. Well, it's about freaking time. We don't have to experience the worst of the worst to give us our life lessons for us to become better, for us to help others. Mm. Do you see your vision was telling the whole story uh-huh. of the shift? Yes. It was giving you a perfect example of explaining the patriarchal paradigm mm-hmm. back in the 50s or 60s and how that energy created this amazing, powerful woman. But as we step now into the age of Aquarius, as we step now into this fifth dimension, we have no need for pain and suffering if we step into a time of no judgment on ourselves mm-hmm. and on others and it's 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 tolerance and trust it's uh-huh. it's knowing that you 
are part of a greater universe and choosing to behave better. We are better people than this. Yes, which very quickly, you know, uh, free will is your choice. I like God's will. Mm -hmm. God's will is my will. That is what I chose on this planet before I came down here. Yes. God and I sat down together and wrote out our plan. So I have no need for free will. I like God's will. And in the fifth dimension, that is freedom. No worries, no fear, knowing that everything that you want is already there by taking your simple action of love and consciousness. Yes, absolutely. It was so refreshing not to have a ton of blame involved with this, even though it was for what is, for the vast majority of people, a heinous act. But that it just simply was Was. and needed to be named. And a big part of what I'd gotten before for the 2020 energies is, yes, it is seen, it is named for what it is, and then we go do better. And you can do better, too. Thank you so much for listening to us today. You can find more information at waychilllife.com or check us out on Facebook. And of course, if you want to see my pretty pictures, follow me on Instagram at waychilllife. Okay, I'll let you gong us out. And we'll see you. Have a beautiful being you.